You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Have we got a show installed for you today? We've got some very special guests. I'm not going to go into it. We'll hear from them when we get them on the air. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for a big show. But first of all, we have to introduce Maltese Falcons to the show. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese falcon. 600 years the falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese falcon. Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Tony Barbara. How are you this morning on Pigeon Radio? You've been having coffee and I think you've been enjoying this coffee. Yeah, anyway, I'm good. Good morning, Ivan. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, listeners. And good morning to everybody around the world. Oh, fantastic, Tony. But we have to introduce this guy that you always say good morning before I put his intro on, but anyway. I got yours to it. back folks let's give him a warm welcome back to pigeon radio australia introducing the one and only pigeon racing italian stallion joe angelino good morning joe angelino good morning good morning good morning everybody and good morning to ivan and fonti and mr Falcon himself, Tony Barbaro. Good morning, Jojo. How are you, man? Good, yeah. Good, good. Hey, 
How good was Mr. it, mate? Mr. Auctioneer. Oh, yeah. yeah, auctioneer. The man yeah. who can sell. All right, now, before you say anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. tell us how much how much we made at this breeder's plate. Drum roll. Do the drum roll over. You've got all the stuff. Yeah, well, here. <laughs> Your beauty. We made and a whopping, a whopping, amazing, a little over the 11k, 11k, mate. Which is thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you very much. You shouldn't have. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. And you know what? Every sale we've had, the VPO's had. Twenty-five percent of that goes. You, you know, it started off at ten grand. You know that. Uh, yeah. And now, uh, from the last two sales, we've upped it to well, twelve. And, then and well, now we're going to have our, our meeting. Meeting. Once we have our meeting, again, don't it? be surprised. I'm not going to even say a number, oh. but don't be surprised if it's a couple of grand more. Oh. Don't be surprised. So Ooh. that's uh, that's what we do, mate. We don't just keep everything. We we share it. We want to uh, be able to give some back to the people that. Uh, you know, came down, bought birds, and to all the yeah, to everybody that supported us. So yeah, we got some special guests waiting on the line. Oh yeah, a, yeah, some special. But we'll do the intros when they come on. Yeah, mate, your barbecue, your music, mate, that was just oh, topped it off. Good, amazing. Tony was a Tony was a good. You and Tony, you are the barbecue kings. And <laughs> then in the background, I tell you what, we put that barbecue five times. How good! Yeah, and five the times meat. Oh, you know, the, yeah. everyone everyone loved the meat. Yeah, they um, loved it. Everybody laughing, joking, yeah. and I never seen so many happy faces there. I know. Put it this way: we bought more meat this time than we did the last sale. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, more meat. Doubled we doubled our meat, and we got and we. And we had to go buy more. Went. We had to go buy more. Yeah, we went and bought more. We had to go buy more. But you know what? Yeah. That's what that's what it's all about, mate. Everyone come down, go home with full bellies. You know? That's, that's uh yeah, so like you said, we've got other people on the line. Um they're gonna tell us a bit more about it, Ivan. Yeah, Tony. they will. All right, so let's take a break. We yeah. haven't got time for no music, no requests, no nothing today. Yeah. We're just gonna hear from our sponsors, station announcements, and right into it. Pigeon Radio Australia. We'll be back after this. Oh yeah. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 551 Southern FM sponsor 
Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. I know fire. I know that burning embers from bushfires can travel 30 kilometers, lighting new fires in seconds like the one that burnt my house down. I know extreme fire danger ratings or above aren't announced often, but when they are, you need to be ready. Check the Vic Emergency app daily and be prepared to leave early. How well do you know fire? Plan, act, survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Ponty. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the Secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, Mr Paul Burlack, on the line. And also we have our Pigeon Radio Australia vet, which is uh, Dr Rob Marshall on the line. And firstly, I'd uh, like to say hello to both of you and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. Good on you, Ivan. Nice to be here. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Thanks, Ivan, and uh, good to talk to you again, Rob. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. You sound good and well, so that's good. You too, mate. Yeah. Well done. All right, now, we're setting up, I've I've explained this to Rob off here, but um, I'd like you to explain to him what the concept you're setting up, and um, I know there was a bit of worry about what we're setting up and people mixing birds, this and that, so if you would like to go ahead, Paul, and explain that aspect of it. Yeah, originally, uh, Rob, um, uh, I was looking at uh, starting up a sprint series prior to season proper, 
And the reason for that is um, it's twofold, really. The first one, I'd sort of had that sort of churning in my head, which was the, you know, the 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 um, oh, the, the throwback to the original form of racing of, of the Young Bird series, then followed by the old. Uh, I'm not sure if you had the same in uh, New South Wales, but over here in Victoria, we had a, a seven race Young Bird series. It was held, oh, I think, from March. And April, and then uh, finishing up late April, maybe seven races, anyhow. Yeah, I remember um, that. I remember that format. Um, yeah, so and that was quite a difficult format, wasn't it? In uh, starting in March, did you find that? Um, yeah, look, I only raced it twice, and I was a teenager at the time. Um, I was sixteen and seventeen, racing the two. Um, young Bird series at the time but to me, um, I mean I loved it because it was an introduction to pigeon racing for me so no wonder I loved it. Um, I would have loved any form but um, I've heard a lot of people lately say um, that they really missed the Young Bird series now that was sort of turning through my head and I was sort of thinking I wonder if we can do something in that but particularly after last year where all feds experienced you know, huge losses in in season proper racing, um, right from 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 the beginning. With the VPO, admittedly, um, our losses weren't so bad until probably halfway. We started to experience losses. Up until then, we're okay. And the only difference I could see between you know our federation and, and others, and I'm not trying to say you know suggest that we're better or anything, but the only difference I could see is that we had a lot uh, less. Um, how, how do I put it? Our step up from one race point to the next was shorter than the others. So I thought perhaps the birds have gained a better education and, you know, weren't sort of uh, thrown to the wolves as far as distance is concerned. So then I thought maybe we can do this one step better and maybe if we run a short five-race series instead of a seven and also make all the races shorter and do it later um, compared to the original. So we'd be doing it from, say, first race 13th of April. Uh, Sorry, 13th of May. Yeah. Run five weeks there, which would then give us three weeks break before the season proper. Now, the races would be shorter, and therefore, if people are concerned about, you know, bird losses, I thought that will help. But... At the same time, it'll prepare the birds for the, the main season in ex- giving them experience being with, um, um, you know, big numbers of birds, big flocks, uh, experiencing baskets, trucks, all the rest of it that's involved in pigeon racing because they are birds that are yearlings and new to the whole system. So I thought giving them that sort of a, a grounding before they start would help. But then I was speaking to a, Well, most people were really in favour of it. But they expressed some concerns about, oh, I'm a bit worried about catching rotor and what have you. So the next thing we suggested, we have the ability to allow people baskets of their own, private baskets, two baskets holding 30 birds each per flyer. So that went down well. People thought that was terrific. And um, in the end, basically we thought, well, let's have a talk to Rob. You're one of the few avian um, uh, vets around, and you also have the advantage of being a pigeon fly yourself. So we thought, who better to ask and get an opinion on the whole thing than yourself? Yeah, thanks, Paul. Um, so I agree that it's highly beneficial to have this series, especially when it's starting at 13th of May rather than in February. 
Yeah, we know that by that age, uh, the malt's complete or almost complete. We've just got the tenth, ninth or tenth flight of some birds waiting to, you know, the late, the earlier breaths waiting to come out. Most birds will have a full wing, which is great. Most young birds. Yeah. Um, and I agree that the education in the baskets will be pivotal in reducing the losses in the early races and also it will allow the birds to gain the race fitness rather than loft flying or tossing fitness um, yep. at short distances. So as you know, some of these birds take a whole day to get home from these short distances. Now, that's a, that's a pretty big ask for a young bird. But because they're short distances, they're going to get home in that time. Yes. Yeah. So, and and that's when they learn most about, you know, the hardships of uh, racing amongst big big pigeons and going to various places in in the metropolitan area. So, um, so I think the, the theory there is, is spot on. I agree with you totally. Um, I also agree. I, I also have to question about the rotavirus and the fear of rotavirus at this time because um, there's a few approaches to this, isn't there, right? So um, a lot of people vaccinate. Um, I don't vaccinate. I, I self-infect in February. And uh, so then, then they're over the infection um, which is very beneficial to me because then I'm confident that they won't get infection during the race season. And if they do get infection, not my birds, but if they do get infection in the race season uh, of birds that have been vaccinated, which is common, and also birds that haven't been exposed to the rotavirus, it's a very um, difficult situation to predict which birds to send uh, in view of the fact that they may have rotavirus but also, if they do get rotavirus, they're essentially out for six weeks. So, um, and that means that the racing season for those birds is ended or there's great danger if those birds are sent before they recover, fully recover from rotavirus. And the difficulty is to know if they are fully recovered from the rotavirus because the rotavirus does affect the uh, fitness for a prolonged period of time. They may physically appear to get over it, but they won't perform to the full potential in that season if they suffer from rotavirus during the race season. So my view is there's a few options here. Um, infect uh, early, um, and some people might not like to, to do that, but over the time uh, I've always infected my birds. I haven't vaccinated at all, and, um, and I've developed a, a high sense of uh, natural immunity in my flock. So the effect that they have of self-infection is very low on the birds and there's very, very little uh, in disease symptoms associated with that now. Um, now, that said, um, the people that do vaccinate, um, the symptoms of the disease is much far less in those birds if they get rotavirus than those birds that are not vaccinated and have not been exposed to self-infection for a period of years. So they, they, it's these people who may be concerned of the dangers of the early races. But again, I, I would say that it would be a perfect time to infect the birds naturally in the race basket 
because what we find, what we found from <clears throat> experience is that the birds, um, the birds uh, uh, do get infected once again in the in the race baskets uh, within two or three races. So what this would do is it would effectively infect all the birds, which would then give them full recovery for when you start racing, which I think is in June. Is that right? Correct. Uh, end, end of June, 2nd of uh, uh, July, sorry. Yeah, which is perfect, right? So you've got this early series. Yep. That, would, that would mean that birds got, that got infected in the early series, you stop racing then, right? You've got nothing to lose. You stop racing and then they'll be fully recovered for the June series. And saying that, the birds, these birds would have gone to one or two races in the short series, which will give them enough time to self to educate those birds. So it's, a win, so it's a win-win situation. And also by offering the options to your, your membership of using individual, their own baskets, covers all bases. So for those who don't like that system, they can follow that protective device of uh, racing in their own baskets. And for those who uh, are happy to risk the high chance of infection from mixing the birds, uh, they can do so and then be confident that when the main series starts, they can say, they can safely send their birds with the understanding that they won't get rotavirus during the, that season and especially in the later, later races where the distances are quite, quite long. So that, yeah. that's my approach. Um, but what, but, um, also with VPO, um, I've been talking to Ivan and, um, I, I really like your philosophy of pigeon racing, and I've got a T-shirt with the pigeon eye on it that Ivan gave me as a Christmas gift. And I think that pigeon fancy, the pigeon racing around Australia should promote it based on that premise of uh, fun and camaraderie. Um, so um, I was really pleased to get that um, T-shirt and see your logo. Thanks very much, Paul. Were you the instigator of that? Uh, uh, no, I wasn't the instigator, but um, um, certainly um, um, approving of it. And, uh, we're obviously trying to do exactly what you're saying, and, and that is to put a bit of fun back into uh, pigeon racing and um, uh, look with our breeder sales. They've been, um, the attendance has been terrific and participation has been you know, uh, far beyond what we expected. And I, I think that's partly due to the fact that we're um, you know, promoting the, this idea of uh, let's get together and have a bit of fun and, and you know, put on a, a, a bit of uh, food for free for fo- people to simply turn up. You don't have to buy anything, just turn up and say hello to people you haven't seen for a few months because uh, really we only, um, unless they're personal friends, we don't really mix as pigeon flies quite as much as I'd like to see. And um, whatever fed they belong to, it doesn't matter. Just You don't have to buy a bird or anything like that. Just come over and say hello and uh, we welcome anybody from anywhere. And they don't even have to be pigeon flies. So it's been really good. And, um, I mean, even last um, um, Sunday's um, um, sale was fantastic um we had people from all the different feds there so yeah it's, it's terrific uh, so as i say 
you know, we're just trying to promote pigeon racing in general. And, of course, in doing that, um, it's it's working well for us as a federation as well. So I think I'm, I'm going down for Ivan. What's the date of that? Um, so well, that I think Paul's, Paul's come up with the date, but I did say to Paul that we have to check with you first if that date's better. But, yeah, Paul, if you would like to tell Rob what you've got in your mind... Uh, yep, um, we've, we've sort of got, got three days that uh, you can pick from. The 16th of June, which is a Friday, 17th Saturday and 18th Sunday. So whichever day would suit you best, um, we, we could do any one of those three, Rob. Probably the Sunday, um, probably Saturday night would be pretty good. It is, are you thinking of Saturday night or Sunday? Whatever. What are you thinking? During the day? Oh. Sunday during the day would be all right. Sunday, if it was Sunday, it would be du- during the day. Yeah, um, yeah. Saturday, Saturday would be Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's your preferred day? What is your preferred day? Oh, look, um, to me, Friday or Saturday, either one of those two would be fine. Yeah, okay. So I could make it probably Friday night then. Um, okay, that'll be no, the no, 16th no, of June. Uh, no, Friday, no, because I'll be racing. I, I won't be able to do it then. Um, okay. So sun, um, Saturday night, I could do it. Saturday night. Okay. We'll do yeah. Saturday night, then that'll be the 17th of June. And, and then we're having a show and Ivan's playing and singing, isn't he? Uh, he is, yes. Um, and, um, look, we're, we're organising a couple of speakers. Um, John Dismore um, will be a guest speaker. He'll be uh, uh, speaking on um, the road to success. Yeah, great. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a, a chat from him, and who better to talk about that than the most decorated pigeon flyer the Victorian Pigeon Racing Union uh, has ever had. Uh, John's um, won 14 aggregates and 50-odd first feds. So, wow. um, you know, it's, it's hard to get anybody that's uh, more qualified, and I'm um, very grateful for John. Uh, accepting the uh, uh, the invitation to, to talk to us and, and help us uh, get better at the sport we love. Yeah, sounds great. Good on you. And yeah, and you're going to be showing us one of your short films, Rob. Yeah, I'm going to show a film. Um, and it's quite a funny film. I'm, I'm going to show two films. One's funny and one's a little bit more serious. Yeah. Um, but um, and we'll have. And I think Ivan. There's a lady who's going to sing as well, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. We pro- yeah. I probably can coax her into singing a song. Yep. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there should be some poetry readers in the fraternity, surely. I don't know, but we'll put the message out there and see if we can find yeah. some. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll read some poetry. Yeah, because I reckon it'll be a fun night. I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Well, we, we want it to be a fun night. Yeah. Um, in, 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 in line with what we've been trying to do all year. Yeah. And um, I believe you're going to do uh, some testing as well, testing of birds. Is that right? Yeah, I can. I, yes, I will. Yep. So that would be terrific. People so, want that um, for sure. So I'm happy to Yeah. So okay. we'll, um, we'll try and work out a program. Well, we won't try. We'll definitely do it. Yeah. Um, we'll work out a program where <laughs> we can coordinate all these things and uh, make them fit together and work out, work yeah. it all out. Yeah, I look forward to it. Okay, guys. That'd be great. Much. All right, thanks, no Rob, for your time. Much, and good to talk to you again. We'll catch See up with you again. Bye. Thanks, mate. Bye. See you, Ivan. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. 
Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023 with a guaranteed first prize of $100,000. Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia on 88.3 
Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And right now on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we've got another new fly to pigeon racing here in Melbourne, Australia, and that's Alex Hanna. Hello, Alex. How are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, mate. How you going, man? How are you? Yeah, good. We met uh, on Sunday at the uh, VPO Breeders' Plate Sale, and uh, you're a pretty interesting fellow, and I thought I'd invite you on the program. Hey there? Uh, yeah. Setting up. Yep, yeah, I'm here. What is that, sorry? I said we, we saw you at the uh, VPO Breeders' Plate Sale on Sunday and I thought I'd get you on the radio because yep. you're a pretty interesting fellow and you've got some interesting stuff to tell us. So uh, I'm going to let Joe Angelino go ahead and ask you about the Breeders' Plate and what was your no. experience there. No problem, man, no problem. Alex, how are you, my friend? Good, Joe, how are you? Not bad. Ivan, let me tell you something. I uh, spoke to Alex uh, a couple of months ago. We had a good chat. Um, he yep. said he was interested in racing pigeons, and I said, he goes, Joe, can I get some rings? So he gave me his address. I went down there, oh, yeah. and, um, yeah, he was uh, showing me his uh, beautiful house, his building, and guess what he's got What he's got on top of his house? What? A loft. A pigeon loft. It's yeah, but amazing. tell us how high this pigeon loft is. Oh. Okay, okay. Um, can I explain that one, that loft uh, we've got on here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, okay. Uh, first, I'm Alexander. I'm, uh, I'm a new with the VPO, like a member. Like, um, I do uh, breeding pigeons as well and everything, but I knew uh, guys through Ange. Ange, uh, he told me about you guys to, to join the club and these things, and I was so happy to see Joe uh, visiting me here to my place and to see that loft uh, I've got on here. So I'm doing it uh, on the third level. Uh, so it's a like terrace on the third level is very high and there's good location everything which is for the racing pigeons i'm very interested for the racing pigeons and uh, and i've been with the club with you the other day like i was so happy me and my friend yeah uh, for for the auction you've got on there and these things you know like yeah that was everything's good they're very friendly people and uh, they're all helpful and uh, i'm happy just for the next year i'll be i'll be ready for for my racing pigeons with you guys and so hopefully we we got something new for you so do you think uh do you think you'll be racing this year uh not this year not this year and so you'll be you're preparing for next year preparing for next year so yes. apparently so so when you came to the vpo breeders plate that um yep. so you felt like you at home, like you, everybody, you felt welcome, like you were welcome there. Yeah, they, they all were friendly, and I feel yeah, like a, I just feel like I'm home, you know, like it looks like I know you guys for a long time. That's and that's you what know. the VPO is all about, see, because we, because we, um, well, I always say that, eh? we always say that the VPO is fun, friendly atmosphere, and when we have our auctions, it's like a party. Yeah, it's not, it's not yes. an auction, it's like a party. But it's good it to hear it's, it's good to hear it from somebody else, yeah? So That's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good, very good. So tell me, yeah. what's, uh, what do you, what made you get into, like, because what did you have before racing pigeons, or what um, birds did you have? I've got, uh, I've got actually, uh, before racing pigeons, I started with the Iraqi, uh, Iraqi pigeons, which is uh, the brown one. It's a, the speci- special ones we've got in Iraq. But we've got a bit of 
they're training to them actually, and and they're a bit hard to train in in Australia because a lot of people they don't have a rooftop. Back home, we all got a rooftop, you know, like it's easy to control the pigeons. Okay. So here, I did train them without the rooftop, which yeah. is very hard for the type of pigeons. Yes. And I did it, and after I built that new house, and I did the, make the third level for it. So now. I'm flying a few pigeons in here, so I've been through the process. Everything is good, so I'm just waiting for the for for my big goal. It's for racing pigeons. So, what's the difference in the the old house, the loft, you know, the loft being on the bottom, and what's the difference with the loft being up top? Well, I mean, the pigeons okay. fly and they land. What's the, what's the difference? Yeah, the different is the different is here here location and uh, where's the landing pigeons landing. It's easy. They can they can see it, and yeah. uh, and it's the, it's different to any other houses. So in my house, that I got no room. They used to land on the house, and oh, with my training, right. I used to get them all down. You know, like uh, with my controlling my pigeons. You know. Yes. Yes. And but here, you see it with the eye, like it's it's easier. And oh, when yeah, they actually course. landing, different landing to the other houses, completely different. And that's why it's going to be much easier for me, which is that's what I'm doing now. How do they land on the top? Where do they land when they land? On they the... land on top of the cage. Okay. Okay. On the loft. Yeah, yep. yeah on the gotcha. loft, yes. Gotcha. All right. That's good. Well trained. So yeah. what's this uh, system? you got this system. This uh, is a special system from I mean, Iraq, mate. What system? Because you're talking to Ivan. Ivan's his eyes pricked up. He's like, this guy yeah. could be onto something here, you know? Uh, look, always uh, we always uh, we always learn from the people bigger than us. I'll be honest with you. And then with our experience, when then we become with something like uh, like I've got different training to Australian training. Like you don't get me wrong, I don't want to be saying that too much. You know, like people you can think this guy he think he knows everything. Like when when the result comes, and then when when we can talk about it, you know, like I'm interesting on my uh, training. Very did and I did uh, test my training. I've got a few racing pigeons. I did test with them. Yeah. And it worked. It worked so good with the, my racing pigeons. Yes. I got a few, and uh, and actually I'm doing it. I'm taking this to the high level for my training. How quick pigeons can get home, which is uh, most of the guys knows about it. But there's a different moves. I've got to my pigeons the way I race them. So what advantage? Yeah. What so you, the advantages are this system that you've got that you use on your Iraqi pigeons. You you, yeah. you, you believe that that might work on the racing pigeons. Um, what, what's uh, what's what's get me to say again? The question is. Sorry. Um. So the system you use for the Iraqi pigeons, what the system yes. you use to fly them and train them, you're going to yeah. try it with the racing pigeons, and if it works, that that could be that could be actually probably successful. You reckon? Yes, yes, because I've tried. I, I did it with the, you know, the Iraqi pigeons. They're not racing for as a, for racing pigeons. Like they're not for long distance. Yeah. Okay, so maximum I can go with them like maybe fifteen k or something like that, or twenty. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. That's the maximum you can go with them. But the way I do my pigeons, the way I train my pigeons, which is a lot of guys here in Australia, they've got the same pigeons, but they cannot take them for long distance like that. Yeah, and they're very hard to train. And with these pigeons, uh, I did this with the hard pigeons, so it's much easier for me to do it for the racing pigeons. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. the easy control and everything, you know, like the way I control my pigeons. 
Well, well, I hope it. I hope it. Well, it'd be interesting if it works because it's good to try things, you know. Because yes. a lot of people are stuck in the old ways where just feed them, yes. give them water, yes. and let them come to the loft, and as long as they're happy. But if you can, yes. if you can tweak it a little bit and add something else, well, that might that might actually. Well, Mister Angelina, he was telling me that he's got a way to teach the pigeons to fly with the falcons, and they won't get attacked. That's good. I've, I've done I've done this with Iraqi pigeons. I lost a few. I knew I'm gonna lose a few, but the way I train them now, when they see the falcon, they know all my pigeons what to do. You know, they all been chased and everything. Yeah. But they know where they know when to land and they know how quick they can get away from it. You know, like not like they haven't seen a falcon like before. Straight yeah. they're gonna be shocked. You know, like and of course they're gonna be scared like this thing that. It's easy to attack, you know? Of course. But I knew I'm going to lose pigeons, and I told that on my YouTube. And I told them I'm going to lose pigeons in here, but doesn't matter. But wait and see. I lost few at the, at the start. Like I lost about four. Yep. And then after that, I lost one after three weeks, So, which is the result comes very quick. As soon as they adapt to this system and they switch yep. on, bang, you've yep. got them right where you they want know, them. They know even my pigeons. They know, like, before I fly the pigeons, I know there's a hawk around. Yeah, I know. I know. Like with the with the reaction and these things, I know there's a hawk uh, around. But what what my pigeons is? My pigeons, the males by themselves and females by themselves. You know, I fly oh, you, them you separate the hens and cocks. You separate yeah. the hens and cocks. Oh, yeah. I separate them. Smart, you know? smart. Yeah, and then they become a quicker and stronger. You know. Okay. Yeah, and okay. Uh, that's what I do. I, I release the uh, uh, first loft. Yeah. And then when the when the hawk attacks straight, I got them back to the cage. As soon as they drop, I got them back to the catch. I release the other one straight. Even if I see the falcon, I'll release them. You know. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good on one side. It's not good when you lose your your own pigeons, but they have to live there. This is a life, you know, like for they, for animals. You know, they like have, they have to, to fly to with it. They have to get away from from. They have to know? get used to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's bit, it's, it's bit, uh, I don't know how to explain this. You know, like some people, they say, don't Alex, don't fly pigeons and these things. You're going to lose a lot of pigeons. I said, doesn't matter. I lose a few better than I lose a lot, you know? The ones so, you lose earlier on are the ones you weren't going to clock anyway. Yes, yes. You know? And that's it. They, they, they're going so well. And hopefully with the, my racing pigeons, it's going to become like something different and that system we're doing with them. I'm not going to come up with it, too many racing pigeons. It's going to be few. I'm getting to the race. So you, when when you saying so when you race when you've got this system your system right I'm going to call yes. it the Iraqi system because Iraqi that's what it is yes <clears throat> so what when? you're going to do is you, you like we send forty birds right how many pigeons yes. you're going to send um well, what's the minimum you can send in there forty 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 so okay I send forty but I'm I'm preparing a I would love to to send the twenty but you guys you know allow less than forty in this stage. Yeah, I would love yeah. to send the twenty. Oh no 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 no! But you can send as many, you can send one. Yeah. If oh, you want to send one, you can send two. You can send three. No, so okay, no, okay. it's up to forty. Up to forty. You can send forty, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so if yeah. you want to send no, one, two, three, four, five, ten, twenty, up to you. Maybe maybe I might I might send six. I might send six or eight. Yeah, there you go. You that's know, good. Like that's good. And when you I come and join next time and visit me, when you come and visit me, I'm going to just show you a few things in here. Like it's going to be yeah. much easier for you. So at least you explain to the others what's going on. We'll come. You we'll know? come for a drive. When you say, "Yep, I've got them going the way I want them," come. You give us a time to be there, and we'll come. All right. 
you are more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. No, anytime. thank you, thank you for the invite. Thank you for the invite. But um, okay. Now that's um, look. That's so, how many birds are you going to have in the loft to race for the whole season? How many birds are you going to breed? Um, look, I, I'm going to start with the training, like maybe fifty, training fifty. But I'm thinking, like to to race with six to eight pigeons. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, right. Joey. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck, and I hope it's it works. If it yeah. works, the, yes. Yeah. Will work. I think will work. For me, for me, I, I guess like will work better than than it's too many. You know, like uh, I've got some moves they can with my pigeons, with my training, and I know how to split straight from the big lot and go back home straight away. When you see the view, Ivan, you're going to go, wow. Yeah, yeah no, I've seen it yeah. on the photo. Beautiful, mate, I'll tell you. I saw now, it on the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it works, if that system works, mate, good luck to you. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Well, I told him I'll, yesterday, I'll, if that works, I'll yeah. be around his place the week <laughs> after. Don't worry. <laughs> teach me, teach me. <laughs> like, you know, like uh, something uh, we're, doing, we're doing with them, I tried with my other, as I said, like with my other pigeons, why not with my racing pigeons? Would work better, even now, better. Th- what, these ones. This system, right? You know, there's um, different bloodline of pigeons. You got your long distance, middle distance. You got your short, yes. middle, long. Okay. Yes. Do you think this system work with all of them, or just the short distance, the middle, the long? What? what that breed? system, like, uh, it's actually <laughs> including training, including my cage as well. It's all works together. It's like a sort of package, you know. Yeah. That package will work for every every single pigeon, and depends on the pigeon how strong that pigeon is. You know, like as, the way you said, so for short distance, you can try it with a short distance. That's yeah, what okay. will work. Yeah, okay. You know, so that's what I, I tried it here. I tried it with my my fancy pigeons. Let's say fancy pigeons, yeah. But the way they look at them, like the boys I know, the racing pigeons, they said, "How come you you pigeons? They fancy pigeons. They're flying that high, and they go." Let's say for for run, you know, like for a fifteen minute and come back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So with these pigeons, um, they're performing like that good. Oh, okay. Imagine with racing pigeons. What would have happened with my racing pigeons? They man, like they will be like a, a V twelve. <laughs> that hey, that's your nickname, yeah. mate. V12. Gonna, that's what we're going to have here. Jet power. Yeah, you know I'm going to. We're going to put yeah. his uh, his name on the results as as the V12. <laughs> yeah. Look out! Yeah. Well, Look out, Joe Angelina. The new triangle is coming. I'm going to go yeah. to the. I'm going to go get a jet engine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> V12 Look, I'm very exciting for the next year I'm very exciting like to oh, come up with something good. that's really and hopefully good. everything goes well till, I wish, till that time, I, wish you know? I wish you could be racing this year is there any chance you can race this year no. nah I can't I'm not ready this year not I, I want to get in when I'm ready 100% I don't want to yeah. get in like just like that. I want to be 100% sure yeah. then I'm going to be good. talking to you guys let's good, do this good, good. and you know? uh, you're going to race uh, um y- yeah, two-year-olds, yearlings. What are you going to race? Babies. What are you going to race? What do you nah, prefer? This system I'm works not, for what, what? What? What age does the system work for? Well, with system, uh, with system, we work uh, with the age. We go with the when they actually uh, when they babies when we train the uh, train them. As soon as they uh, change the whole feather that we call it, we start from the one and two and three and four and five, nine and ten. They finish all of them, you know, like, and then they become like a, let's say one year old. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. Look out, Angelina. That's all I'm going to tell you. Look out. 
This is good. This is good. That's what we need. That's what we need, yeah. Ivan. We need this. Yeah. We need a lot of things like this. You know what I mean? People try. Look, and I tell you, I think this guy's onto something. I don't know. Well, hopefully, hopefully the result, the way we said it, like I always say, it. I don't want to say I can do this, I can do that. You you're know, not, like, you're not saying that. You're not saying yeah. that. You're just saying you're going to try yeah. a new. System. I just say yeah. like uh, I, I want to yeah. do this, uh, and hopefully everything goes well. The way I did it with my fancy pigeons. Like yeah. everybody says in here in Australia, Alex, this is not Iraq. This is not, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then, and then I become number one in Australia, the whole Australia with the offense pigeons, you know? See? See? You know, like you I'm go. not saying that. YouTube shows in there and everything. That's and right. All this goes in there. That's the result. Yeah, Alex, you don't take no for an answer. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. So can you lend me a million dollars? <laughs> Man, I just want to complete my house, complete hundred percent, and I will stay in a focus to my. My more, goodness, you know? yeah. Oh, you got a yeah. beautiful house. You got yeah, a beautiful you, house. You got a nice setup. We yeah. we look forward to coming to visiting you when uh, when you you know when you're all uh, there and settled in and everything. You give yeah. us a call and we'll come down and say hello, my friend. All right? Did you want Anybody, to say hello Anybody. to Alex? Alex Ajak? <clears throat> Did you want to say on the radio? Because Alex, you talk a lot to Alex, don't you? <clears throat> Alex. Yes, I'm here. Oh, what's his name? The I other am. one. Angelo. Oh, Angelo. Angelo Ajak. No, Angelo Ajak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you want to say hello to Ange? Yeah. Uh, hi, Ange. Uh, is that Ange, my, my friend? You're talking about Yeah, Angela. your friend, your friend. Yeah, Ange, Ange hi, how are you? Like, like, I hope you're doing well, man. I don't know. I hope you can hear this on the radio, like, uh, like the way we start doing something with pigeons and then now we become with something like as well and you know that as well i spoke to you a long time ago yeah, he's a very I'll good flyer. He's, he's a, very good and he helped me out as well. good he's got good um he's got a good knowledge on pigeons and let me tell you uh you, yeah. might, you might even race against him next year you never know uh i hope i'm not gonna against him <laughs> you might be racing against him next year buddy you never know okay. It's, it's the end know. of the day. It's a, it's a hobby we're doing. End of the day, it's a hobby, not about anything like about relationship and these things. Right? No, no. It's what right. I'm saying is that you know we're probably going to race together. That's what I'm saying. We, we might maybe, be maybe together. it's good. We'll be good. We'll be you good. Know, to see which result. is fun, you know. Which is fun. Which is good. It is. It is yeah. going to be good fun. It's all right, good fun. Alex T. Look, it was very good talking to you, my friend. All right. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. Okay, keep in touch, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Oh, well, man. Thank you so much for having me, for letting me uh, joining the radio, your radio. No You're worries. Uh, you've got a YouTube channel, you said. What's your name of your YouTube channel? Um, I'm going to send it to Joe, uh, like, uh, on the message, because yeah. it, it's a long name. It's an Iraqi and uh, English. All right, you send it to Joe, and I'll put it up on the I'll put it up on the website. Thank you so much. No worries. Have a okay. great day, my friend. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars.
Hi, this is Paul Stanley. Hi, this is Gene Simmons of Kiss for Rad. Getting drunk may be your business, but it's my business too, because when you get out on the road, my butt's in your hands. Get a designated driver. I don't want to die because you want to have fun. Remember, music lives, and so should you. Don't drink and drive. I want you alive. A message from Rad. Recording artists, actors, and athletes against drink driving. Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad, shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. Listen to the real Mark Seymour, the Southern FM Mark Seymour, playing great Aussie music on the Big Aussie Breakfast. Every Wednesday, right here on 88.3 Southern FM, it's compulsory listening. And coming up after the Southern FM National Radio News, we've got an interesting fellow from Perth who loves doing pigeon videos on YouTube and has had a lot of hits. And we've also got the guru from Ballarat, Mr. Jeff Johnson himself, telling us about what great fun he had at the VPO Breeders' Plate Sale on Sunday. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And on the line right now for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have from uh, Perth in Western Australia, Kurt, who uh, goes by the name of Maney Pigeons on Facebook and does some very interesting videos. And, uh, yeah, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, Kurt. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, you're doing some good jobs there on the videos. They're very enjoyable, mate. Yeah, g'day, everyone. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, just a bit of a passion project, I think, just trying to share the, the enjoyment of keeping pigeons. It's sort of the main thing, so I'm glad that you're enjoying them. Mm. So tell us, how did you get into pigeon racing and when did you get into pigeon racing? Uh, I've had pigeons a large part of my life. My dad's always had pigeons but never raced them. He's always been like a into like coloured you know, red checkers with pies and things like that. And it's kind of just, you know, I grew up with pigeons and I finally sort of brought my own house and, just, you know, got a few coloured pigeons and it kind of just went from there really mm. again. <laughs> That's excellent. Look, you've got an excellent setup there and I think I'm um, looking at your videos, you're on a bit of land there. Um, how many acres you got there with your loft and that? Um, I'm on... When I first started the channel, I was on, I think it was a 500-square-metre block, uh-huh. and we were limited to 20 pigeons. And then, because uh, I worked away for a while and saved up, I was able to get this property, and this one's 20 acres. Yeah. So, so it's more than I wanted, but it was like the same price as one acre, so I kind of 
just have to deal with well, it. It's, it. Yeah, it's good. Probably good very open, so. very open. You see the birds coming from every direction. Yeah, yeah, it is really good because before I had a lot of problems. Um, I don't know if you've seen some of the earlier videos, but the, with the birds trying to come into the yard and they're falling over the fence and, you know, neighbours and stuff like that. So um, now I don't have to worry about anything. So how far are you from the main main central area of Perth? Um, I'm probably 35, 40 k's, like direct line, so oh. not far out. Oh, really good. And how do you go in the races? What's your results like? You get up there in the Federation or...? Um, yeah, well, last, I only raced my first season last year, with the one just been, and, um, because I just moved into the new house, it was, everything was a bit rushed, and, yeah, but we still managed, I think, six races, and I think I got in the top ten in the Fed twice out of that, and done pretty well in the club races, I got a few seconds and thirds and one first, but. I race with David Van Elsten. He's very hard to catch, so I don't <laughs> yeah. think I'll get, get many first places because, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got really very fast. Good you got some of his birds in your loft? or? Um, yeah, I've got a couple. I've got some of his older stuff. Okay. Um, and then my, I call her the best hen is one I recently brought off him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this year I might be able to catch him, fingers crossed. <laughs> Now, listen, um, I noticed on your videos that you use the eye pigeon, top pigeon clock. Uh, what do you think of that clock? Because uh, there was a bit of scepticism about using those clocks in Victoria. And how do they go in the PRF? The PRF accepted it and uh, no problem with those clocks? Yeah, well, that, this is the first time I've ever had to use an electronic clock. Um, I found it really easy. There, I was actually, because of the the videos I get and the amount of views I get, Top Pigeon gave me that one as a just as a test to use. Oh, really? Um, How good is that? So, yeah, I, I still brought all the own um, extra chip rings and stuff like that off the the reps, but I, I actually really enjoy it. I find it really easy to use. Mm. Um, I can't. I don't have anything bad to say about it. So, mm. um, and what I'll about the Federation again. in Western Australia? They're all right with it, and everything goes smoothly there. Yeah, well, there's, I think there's two of us in my club with it, and I know there's quite a few other guys in other clubs that have it as well, and they're all really happy with it. Oh, it's, that's uh, great. It, look, it looks, just, very, it looks very good when you're clocking the birds, actually, and you show the clock on the on the screen and how the birds come up on the clock, and actually um, you, you put the um, subtitles underneath when the clock beeps, you go beep, and, yeah, it's pretty interesting to see. Yeah, well, I... I, I've got the full-length videos on my YouTube channel. It's like they're much longer. I just condense them a little bit. Facebook ones you've seen, but uh, yeah, the, I love the clock. It's really good. I I was actually going to buy it anyway because it has all the same features as some of the other clocks, but as a price point, yeah, pro, yeah. And I haven't used them all yet either, so I'm hoping to use the SIM card option and everything this year. Um, well, we've got so, Joe Angelino yeah. here, and he owns one of those clocks, and he uses the SIM card feature because I sit in the car with him sometimes, and he's getting pigeons back from tosses and that, and the things beep in his phone every couple of seconds. So. G'day, Kurt. How you going? Yeah, g'day. That's good. Yeah, I'm just listening. Yeah, you got the same clock. Um, they've got so many features, it's unbelievable, you know, and uh, the SIM card is absolutely the best, you know, where you get receive a text message, and, you know, yep. it's uh, yeah, it's really good. And all you need to do is just pay. What is it? I think it's two two bucks. 
you might buy a SIM card. Yeah. Five, five prepaid bucks. SIM card. Yeah, prepaid for five bucks, and yeah. yeah, away you go. Put it in, and away you go. You know, so uh, yeah. believe me, you'll enjoy it, especially when you're training. Yeah. With I'll be coming down the freeway, and I'll think, come on. I, I, when I come down the freeway, I've got cameras in my backyard and everything. Yeah, I've got so I watch the I watch me lofts. So as soon as I'm think, I see I see the birds coming. You know, I can see the birds coming. I clock them, and me me watch goes uh, me phone goes off as well. So yeah, it's really good. It's really good. So yeah, I, I'm really excited to use that feature, especially uh, even on race days. Although I'm here and I'm filming stuff as well, I still missed. I had one hen last year that. I never see it go in. Okay. So I I turn my back and yeah, quickly go to the toilet or make lunch and she'd be in there. So I think that feature is going to be really good for that as well as the training. So oh, it's definitely something I'll be doing. Hundred uh, percent. And I love the way the clock talks to you too. When you're putting the um, birds in at the club, it tells you the last numbers. You know. Oh, it's. Have I you, find that feature really good, especially good being. Being able to enter the birds on the clock, yeah, I can take it out in the lock, the loft, and just scan the ring and enter the bird. Exactly, like new, new birds in. I don't have to worry about computers or nope. you know, some other friends have to get other people to do theirs for them. Like, oh, yeah, this makes life easier. How about that other feature where, um, where it's, you know, where for argument's sake, if your pad's not working, right? For argument, I mean, it might, I've never missed a beat, but if it doesn't work, you've got the. F- the option to use the clock, the pigeon on the, you can clock the, scan the, clock. the pigeon on the clock. Yeah. You know what yeah, I, mean? I Yeah, I, I had that as a backup. I was like, yeah. oh, if I miss one, yeah. I'm going to quickly run in there and grab it and when it goes in the loft and scan it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I found it really easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time that I've ever properly raced pigeons and having to deal with clocks and, yeah, it was, I'm, we got really comfortable with it really quickly, so... Um, it's just like um, a big iPhone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think the only thing that I will do different than last year is buy like one of those little stylizer pens. Oh yes, yep. So you can actually touch on the screen. I think when you're you know doing a few bits and pieces last year, like sometimes my fingers are a bit big, and you're just like, ah, oh, come on. So yeah, that's definitely one thing. That's it. Exactly. I'll, yeah. So so how long have you been racing for? Did you say? Uh, last year was Since my first year, and I only managed the six. And you've got third club, second. You actually cracked the first. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's because no one else got birds home a day, but oh well. <laughs> hey, you got pigeons. <laughs> the best bird on the day the wins the race, mate. Oh, yeah, that's even more exciting. You're getting a bird yeah. in the other zone. That's a buzz. So, a yeah, buzz. so this year I'm going to try and aim just for the the sprint series, because last year I kind of just come in and out, but I'm going to try and aim for the eight sprint series in the main race, which for where I am, the first race is still 220 kilometres. So, it's, you know, it's, and it goes out to about 500. So I'm going to try and aim for those those eight. Okay. Because um, I just want to see how where I sit, if I can make a weight in that um, sprint series. So tell me something. With your um, – with, with your uh, – Race loft. Who built that? Uh, that? That I built all of it. Yeah, you're pretty good with your hands, mate. It's come up really good. That loft's incredibly good. That's yeah. really good. Where did you get your those um, the flooring? What's that called? That uh, wire flooring. What do you call yeah, that? it's a FRP. It's industrial. That's not cheap. Um, that stuff. Oh, uh, it's not the sheets that I've got is the thinner stuff. Mm-hmm. 
that's, that's, you've only got to buy it once. I think it was 200 and probably just under $300 a sheet. Your missus not but, there. She's not listening to this, I hope. Oh, no, no. She, she's all right with that. Because <laughs> when I build another loft, it's going to be completely graded like that because you only got to buy it once. Yeah. And yeah. What size is it? I've, uh, it's, well, I think it's 1.2 by 3.6 a sheet, sir. So where, it's big. Where do you get that from? Just any industrial stores, yeah. yeah. No, you go to Perth to pick it up, are you? No, because we can no, find, find it down here, maybe something like that down yeah. here. Yeah, you, you'll get it everywhere. You can see that um, Blue Hills and uh, Meadows, I've got it in their loft as well, the one loft races. That's actually not a bad price. You know how long that is? Yeah, like? it is. From there to there, yeah, and like that wide. But then we, we, the, the rubbish falls underneath, does it? Yeah, because my front section, my Avery, what I call it, Avery section, I've never had to clean under there. Yeah. And it's not even dirty, like it's just... So what do you have? Is it like it. a tray underneath that you can slide out and empty out, or how does that work? No, my, it just goes onto the ground. I've got a fair a bit of height there. Um, okay. But I, I do want to put some trays or something in the next loft similar to that, because I, I think it's a really good... It's just a really good idea. You can wash wash it down, and it, you won't break it. And it's hot up there, so you can wash it every day, and it'll just dry up in five minutes, either. Yeah. It'd, be pretty oh, yeah. warm up, it'd be pretty warm up your way, wouldn't it? Yeah, this time of year is it makes it really hard oh, yeah. to get the birds moving. Oh, for sure. I, I can't. I haven't had them out much the last probably week because we've had you know thirty five to thirty nine degrees, and the birds just like nah, nah. No, they don't like it. How many no, people, so how, I'm. That's that's why I've got to like just nurse them through until it starts to cool down because I can try and fly them in the morning, but so, last year I had a bit of a problem with the falcons in the morning, so. I try and avoid that this year because they were, you know, I've got a pair that sit not too far away on the transmission lines and they wait for me to come out, the birds. Uh, I don't lose a lot around the loft, but the problem is they come in as soon as the birds are out and then they push them onto the roof or they go into my shed and they don't want to fly again for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem I have is trying to get, you know, keep them up and get them flying for an hour. Like my, all my videos are on YouTube and, I, that's the main goal is to, you know, share with people how enjoyable it is to keep them. It is, isn't it? With, it is. Without without the racing and all that other pressure on top, it's just like most people just started with one or two pigeons and then, you know, next minute there, there's a hundred out there. You know, you make it look so easy. You know why? Because you enjoy it and it is easy, yeah? And, and that's what all of us do here. What you do on the video is exactly the same what – as us pigeon flyers do. We go out there and we do exactly what you do. It looks fun because it is fun. And um, and and the adrenaline rush we get when we see that first pigeon coming from a race. I've been raced for nearly 20 years and I, I still get that same feeling. So what other sport, it must be a really good sport, pigeon racing, you know what I mean, to still get a, an adrenaline rush like that, you know? So. Oh, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, that, that you see a few videos... Last year, I got pretty excited when they come screaming in. I still Even excited. your little toddler got excited as well. I, I still do yeah, that now. Yeah. I still get excited. You see the little one climbing yeah. into the loft? That's good. That's good. <laughs> and that's what it's all I about, family. I, yeah, I can't keep him out of there. Yeah, that's good, mate. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Now, Maney Pigeons, where did you get? Where did you come up with that name? Uh, well, my last name's Maney. Okay. 
and and then I just got a. It, originally, it was mainly lost, but I thought I'm going to simplify it. You know, this go over the next few years and just keep it as pigeons. And you know, because a lot of people that actually just watch my videos watch them because they can't keep pigeons. Now, so, if there's, there's a lot of people that listen to this radio program that don't raise pigeons, and they sort of they go around the dial of the radio and they sort of stumble across it. And uh, if somebody wants to go and look you up on YouTube, what's the easiest way to look yourself up on YouTube to see your videos? If you just type in Maney Pigeons, it should just come up. Like, I've got a lot of videos there, and um, well, it should just come up quite easily, I'd say. Cause oh, that, good. I, I've started to do a little bit on Facebook, but it's more of a test. But, you know, I'm most comfortable when I like the YouTube format, so I'll probably... Most of the videos will be well, there in the future I think anyway. So. Facebook's good, but I think YouTube's just a little tad more popular and, and people find it easy. Yeah, so does your wife get involved in the birds? Yeah, she does. She's not a huge fan of birds in general, but she's like, since we've been together, she's definitely growing on them. But uh, it's more just sort of like me and my son sort of thing. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's so, nice. yeah she'll get there eventually. But 100%. Before we met, she was like petrified of birds. So, you know, she's held a few. We're getting there slowly, but um, it's kind of, yeah, like, so just... So tell me, how did you talk? She was petrified of birds, and you probably had discussions about keeping them. How did you convince Mm. her? What was the magic word to convince her? Well, I think just over the years, it kind of just, just grew. I think she's kind of a, you know... Let me out. You know, we kind of agreed to see. We used to have a couple in the backyard, and then it just kind of got more and more. And then we bought this place, and it just there was more pigeons. So she doesn't even bother looking in there now. So does she does have she... any animals on that property of yours? Uh yeah, she's got chickens. So chickens are her thing. Good. So she's slowly getting into that a bit more, which is good. good. We used to have a lot more animals, but um, it just got. You know, I just wanted to do my pigeons. I didn't want to be chasing sheep and ducks and stuff all the time. So I just, that's all I said. The pigeons are enough with work and family and, you know, trying to maintain this property. Well, mate, you know how successful David Van Elst is with his breeding now. He sells pigeons all across Australia. And um, if you race well, you know, people will be looking you up, mate. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy just making videos. I don't need to sell pigeons, I don't think. That's it. Oh, good on That's you. Exactly. That's good. I, I'm the same. I, I like promoting pigeon racing on the radio, etc. but I, I don't sell pigeons. If someone comes to my place and wants some of my birds and their starters, I usually just give them to them for nothing. Yeah, that's general. I, even though I buy birds and spend money on them, it's, I just can't be bothered selling them. Sometimes it's easier to give them to people. Same kind of thing. Like if someone comes up and, oh, I'm, you know, especially if you've got some random rare colours here, I've got some barless and some tiger grizzles, sometimes I've been giving them to people, little babies here and there and how are they, that's f- how how they flying, are they flying pe- well, the, gri- the grizzles, uh, the tiger grizzles, they're flying alright no, last year I didn't go too well, I didn't have too many and I they sort of got picked off surprised well, I was surprised yeah, but um, yeah. this year I think I've split that pair up and paired them up something different and I'm, so far I'm happy with how they're going, that's but I've, good but I've got blue grizzles and blacks and tigers and and, and yeah, it's weird mixes. So not a lot of tiger grizzles, but there's a, a lot of blues there now, which is interesting. How many pairs do you have in total? Um, 
the kind of, I don't know how, I've got nine, uh, there's about up to 15 to 20 maybe, but a lot of those are birds out of the birds I flew last year. And and racing, how many do you race? You said you've got a small team. How many do you race in the team? Uh, between 60 and 70 is kind nice, of what nice. I can man- manage. Yeah, good number. That is nice. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't want too many, and I, I get jealous when you're talking to these New Zealand guys and they're only racing small teams. Cause <laughs> oh, gee, 30 what, pigeons. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's my dream. 30 pigeons. Yeah. One bloke started with 15. Well, I know, with, I, I, I heard that and I... Yeah. It's just, just I, if... I just wish we could do that because I, I like having pigeons, but I have a certain number before it's, it yeah, doesn't become see, as enjoyable. In New Zealand, they don't have the problem with the falcons, you see. Yeah, that's right. So, well, they got sparrowhawks with it, which are not as fierce as the falcons. You know what I'm jealous about? I'm jealous about his property. Thirty acres, <laughs> thirty acres. You know, well, let's leave the Perth. We'll I'd go have, to Perth. I have a loft, probably a hundred foot long. Yeah, I'm telling I would you, too, Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? Eventually, yeah. you know what you should do, Kurt. Maybe try. Yeah. I mean, have you enjoy your birds and you know get into it for a few more years. But why don't you try one loft race? Yeah, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> don't encourage me. Okay? I, I really. I, I, this is my first year racing one loft. Um, but it is something that I'm definitely considering in the future. Maybe I'm going to race a lot more locally. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just interested in. I, I'm kind of. I see one loft racing as another discipline. Yeah. yeah, it's not short distance. It's not long distance. It's one loft. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to promote that a lot more on my channel. Come, you know, over the next few years as well. So, um, I'm going to send a couple to Patea as well shortly. That oh, would yeah. be interesting. So. How do you reckon you'll go over there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's. Like we, I've got a lot of things going on. I've got uh, a bird coming in Friday. We're going to do a co-breeding, so I'm going to start filming that on the channel, which I can't really say too much about it, but it's we've bought this bird over from someone on the East Coast. I'm going to do like a special pairing specifically oh, for yeah. uh, to oh, enter yeah. into Pattaya. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much I can say about it, but if you want, you have to watch the videos. Oh yeah, um, well tell people to watch your videos and yeah, that's a, you, you'll get a lot of people from the radio tuning into your video, so that'd be interesting. Exactly. Keeping them yeah, well, in suspense now. I, yeah. yeah, oh it's I just so don't know East, how much when I can you get say away, East Coast, can you tell us which state of Australia? Sydney. Sydney. All right, I think I know who yeah. you're getting these birds off. But anyway, I won't say nothing either. He, 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 <laughs> wouldn't, he, he wouldn't race greyhounds, would he? No, 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 nothing to do with greyhounds. No. I've got some really good birds that just come out of Melbourne too, so I don't know if you can guess them ones. Yeah, I do. Out of Melbourne? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, because I've got yeah. people that watch my channel and they trying to support what I do and they've been people have been sending me free birds, so... Mm. That's where these birds are coming from. So would I've he, got be, would he be one of the best flies in, in Melbourne? Oh, I don't really know the Melbourne flies that well, but okay. I would say those birds are closely related to them. Oh, good, so. good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. That was a very, very good answer, answer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you don't so, get in well, trouble saying that. They wouldn't be from Joe Angelino here, would they? <laughs> I come last every oh. week. I come last every yeah. week. <laughs> no, I don't really like to go 
too much into like you know what this pigeon is and yeah. I, I try well, and avoid it too much. You're, you're probably doing channel. the right thing. That's my argument. I've said that a, a, a lot of times on the program is that um, in Belgium they do the same sort of thing. They don't look at bloodlines. They'll go down the road to the person that's won the national, get a bird off him, they'll breed the pigeons if they do well in the race. Well, that pigeon will then be named after them or their loft. Yeah, well, I want to do more co-breeding, like that type of stuff as well, because it's, you know, just people working together, and I think that's what we need to do. Uh, You're 100% Um, hit the nail on the head, and uh, I agree 100% with what you're saying. Yeah, so that's why I'm, you know, I'm going to try and promote it a bit more, but, you know, Great. It is hard I hope Australia you do promote it as much as possible because I tell you what, yeah. if people around Australia and you go into the Pattaya one loft race, for instance, right, and if we started breeding best birds from every state together, right, and mm. then send those to Thailand, I reckon we'd be up there with a pretty good fight. I honestly think this coming season, given a little bit of a taste of the results from this one, I think that there's going to be a bit of a shock for people, not from me, but from, you know, the, some of the other guys that had a lot more experience and a lot more years racing, and especially some of those Australian lines, the old ones. That's what's, uh, that's good, yeah. yes. The old, old bloodline are the best. Yeah, well, the, the whole, the goal is, especially with, if you follow like Mike Gannis and that, you, you know, you need those birds that are going to make it to that final race. yeah. And that, well, you mate, know, you should have a chat to Dennis Wood. He's got oh, some yeah. pretty good looks. But I'll forward, yeah, you his, I... I'll forward you his number and uh, give him a ring and have a chat with him. He's a pretty interesting bloke. Yeah, thanks. I've, I've been listening to him when he's been on recently too, so there's a lot of good information coming out of there. Mate, so so much oh, so much information. It's not funny. Yeah. yeah. And no, he's, got, he's got, if you want old lines and they, they haven't been tampered with much, he's got them. Mm-hmm. Some of the oldest lines you can get your hands on. Yeah, that I I do want to try. I don't have any Australian stuff just yet, but I I do want to try some in the near future. I used to have uh, it wasn't Harrison actually. This was when I was probably just in high school, and he he won a race from Mount Gambia. It was like fourteen hours on the wing, and I it just wow. always sort of held that special place because. Someone gave it to me, and I, yeah, his name was Stephen. That's how it is. I, I don't take that stance of Aussie birds or Euro birds. I'm just like, a good bird's a good bird. I don't care if it's middle or long distance. Just breed it and see what happens. Well, I'll tell you, some of those Aussie birds have won a few sprint races as well, I can tell you. Yeah, that's right. And, like, for me, like 220 kilometers first race, so it's still not really a sprint, is it? <laughs> no, not really. No, no, it's not. not. No. No, not when I when I'm talking about in my videos, and there's people from all over the world, and they're like, "Oh, that's not sprint. Sprints are like <laughs> 80, 100 kilometers." Exactly, hundred so, k up the road. Yeah, that's what we toss. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. That's right. I that's you know you need to get at least hundred fifty or something. Yeah, so, yeah, different I, I racing, agree. different racing here and uh, around the world. Yeah, but everybody's got different systems everywhere in the world. Yeah, and and I haven't. Like my content out there, and I love most of my viewers from overseas. I definitely get a lot of interesting comments about you know certain things and why do we do this and why do we do that. But yeah, it comes back to what you're saying. It's so different here than everywhere else in the world. Now, did you have any uh, mentors sort of guiding you along when you started, or did you just do everything yourself? Um, 
Yeah, it's a bit of a funny one. I haven't really had a lot of mentors. I've had a few people, obviously, get, like since I've been back into it, like give me birds or sell me birds. But, I, yeah, because I, I used to work a lot, I kind of just kept to myself and, you know, try and keep out of the drama a bit. There was kind of a little bit of drama, you know. But I didn't really have a mentor just yet. I Obviously, I race in the same club with David and, I listen and take notice of what he's doing. Mm. Um, Very and, good and breeder, David. David's switched on with breeding pigeons. Ivan David Van Else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good luck meeting him. Switched on with, to, with oh, breeding, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't beat him in his 30 minutes. Uh, don't say that. For me. Don't say that. Don't ever say that. I can't. <laughs> that's not it. That's not you even, can. You can't. That doesn't, you don't say that. You yeah. never say that. Because you but will. Yeah, Trust I, me, you will. If you say you can't, yeah, that- you already got one step behind. He's always he's got you straight away, yeah. So you just say, <laughs> "I'm gonna get you, mate." I'm, you got you to have oh, a fun yeah. banter, yeah. You got to have a bit of banter and have a bit of fun. So you got me this oh, week. Good yeah. luck getting. I'll get you next week. That's what you say. <laughs> Make him think. Oh, yeah. hey, what's oh, right. what's I- got up his sleeve? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I told him last year I'm going to breed some birds specifically to get him. Good on you. <laughs> See, perfect. <laughs> Then I've got them ready, so hopefully I'll get into his head for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, no, it, uh, it's really good. I I went to that club specifically because you know the, the few guys in that club have been really good, and you know they do answer any questions I have, and you know they're very flexible and trying to help me. You sound like you know, a nice obviously. guy, Kurt. You sound like a nice guy, and you sound like anyone you can get along with anyone. So. Um, mate, of course they'd want to help you, you know what I mean? If you go in there cocky and think you're going to win everything and, oh, you know, I'm the best, I'm the best, you're never going to get any help, yeah? People just watch you fail and laugh. But you go in there humble, you go in there humble like yourself, obviously I reckon that's what you do, just humble, happy with the pigeons, you know, you know, ask questions. Always, I even ask questions these days, to this day. I'm always asking questions. New flyers, old flyers, doesn't matter, you know? You're always learning, mate, always learning. Oh, that's right. Especially, you know, I've kept pigeons for a long time, but racing is a different thing, and it's it takes a long time to get your head around it. It sure does. And my find friend. it, find that sort of system that works for you. That's right. Now, so, what, have you got a favourite pair of birds? Before we go, I just want to ask you what what is your favourite pair of birds you got? In a, you must have a favourite. Uh, Come on, I have Leo and Storm. I they are the father of like one of my favourite cocks that I'd done pretty well with last year. Yeah. I'd have to say them, but I've got a few characters in there now, which you'll see in the videos. Yep. But, yeah, I'd say those two. If I had to get rid of all the pigeons, I'd probably keep them too. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm the same. Oh, even Ivan and Tony, we'd all, we all got a favourite. Oh, yeah, you know, a couple of, you know yeah. like my missus, my wife, she loves, um, she loves the birds as well. And when we sit down and we let the birds out, we just take videos of the pigeon all, pigeons all over us, and she loves it. And I think, thank God, lucky I've got myself, a, you know, a lady who loves pigeons, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, we've got our favourites. It's it's hard not to get attached to some of them, especially if you watch some of the videos, you'll see that there's some, especially some of the ones that come over from Melbourne recently that just just so friendly, you know, trying to make a video and they jump on you or they've got a deer in their box looking at their babies, they'll come in and carry on. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, and that's what people like. That's what people watch for because they'll, you know, pigeons are very special. People don't understand it, and that's what I'm trying to share. Exactly. They just got you can just have a special bond with them, don't you? It's it's unreal. 
And you're always looking yeah, for then, that bird that doesn't come home. Where is it? You know, bloody, where is she? I, I'm like that. I think yeah. my fa- I had a hen. She's my favourite. We always got a favourite in race loft. And I had this hen flew really well. And, and I'm like, we had this hard race. And you know what? She didn't come. And I'm like, oh, no. Don't yeah. tell me the falcon's got her. You know what? I got up early in the morning and I'm there feeding the birds. And pop, there she, like, she comes. You know, my I jumped. I jumped like I won mm. a lotto. I thought, yes. You know? <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah, so yeah, I, I had one the same last year. Actually, I I thought she was the laziest pigeon I've ever had. Yeah, couldn't sh- you'd let her out for a fly? You turn your back and she's in sitting on the ground in the loft. Like she'd never fly over ten fifteen minutes. But the first two races, she got second. I oh know third, and then she got second, and then I sent her for another one, and she I got reported hit by a car, so it was a bit sad. But oh. um, she was. Uh, I thought oh, I was going to get a first with her, but we nearly got there. And she's one of those really funny pigeons because she aired up to me, which is really yeah, weird. Which is good. That's it. She, had a, she bonded with you. That's good. Yeah. So she'd come home and she's strutting around and trying to land on you. And like, oh, obviously she's happy with me. But Kurt, yeah, you, like don't, you, don't, Kurt you don't have one of those pigeon costumes, do you? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I think because no. I was just treating a man. I, no, I kept no, sending no, her every week. I'm only joking. Only joking. No. <laughs> yeah, but um, exactly. They uh, look, but at least you know where she went, where she ended up. wasn't yeah, wasn't good, I, wasn't good. But at least you know, peace, you know, peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't hide any of that stuff either. Like I film everything and I share everything. So yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what people enjoy. Uh, you know, if you don't have pigeons, you're looking in and you're like, oh, okay. So there is, you know, you get really attached to them and things do. happen. And obviously with medication and falcons and yeah, you know, just. A lot of people don't really understand a lot of that, so you try. That's what I'm trying to do is just like share everything, and uh, you know, it's so like you only have one egg that hatches or a baby dies. Like I just film everything because every exactly. day something different's happening. And that's what I'm trying to share with everyone. Which is good, mate. Keep it up. Keep it up. Listen, saying saying that, we're gonna um, take off and interview uh, another fella, and yep. you keep doing the great job that you're doing on on the yeah. TikTok. Nuts. Oh, geez, you, look at him. you should have seen him. He broke his neck the way he looked. He turned around. It's YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's YouTube, and YouTube. if you want to look him up, the videos are absolutely they fantastic. Are get get Ma- behind Mani pigeons. pigeons. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, mate. Hey, we'll talk again. We'll have you on the show again another time. All right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, if I win a race, it'll get me back on. Yeah, for Where, sure. Hey, listen, whether you do or you don't, we'll get you on because uh, you're a very good chap to talk to. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. All, All right. right, thanks for your time today, mate. Oh, hang on, what's your son's name? Uh, Carter. Carter. Hello, Carter. And uh, yeah, is he next to you? No, he's looking no, at me, though, he's, looking he's jealous, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, just tell him the boys at the the, the Pigeon uh, boys said hello, Pigeon Radio, from Pigeon Radio. All yeah, right. Well. All right, buddy. You have a good, good day, all right? Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead 
we get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to hubauctions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to hopauctions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the guru from Ballarat, and uh, he gave us a few pigeons for the VPO Brutus Plate Sale, and they were absolutely wow. cracking, cracking, cracking wow. pigeons. We have on the line, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia, the guru from Ballarat, Mr. Jeff Johnson. How are you, mate? Well, I'll tell you what, boys, I... Uh not not often the barber's short for words, but I'm just <laughs> I don't think I have any. It's a uh, I, I I'm the scariest part about coming down to see you guys is that I knew I'd get lost. <laughs> no, you didn't get lost. I directed. And then you. when I rang up Ivan, I was only about five minutes away. I've never been so happy in my life. I don't think you did really well. I'll tell you, yeah. you did really yeah. well because I want to talk you go to the west gate and keep going, keep going. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, the opposite uh, direction. I, I hey, hey, thank, hey, thank, thank Christ you're not a pigeon. 
Oh, hey, mate! I'll tell you what. If I, if my, if actually, that's that's not our point, Ivan. Oh, you're right. But I always said I, I always bred a better pigeon than I flew a pigeon. So there you go. Now you know you you probably heard us saying a lot of times where um, oh you know guys come down to our sales. It's fa- family friendly atmosphere. It's a party yes. atmosphere. Yes. Um, come down and, and enjoy yourself. It's totally different to any other federation. Am I right in saying that, or, or am I just big noting myself? Uh, no, no. Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, from the moment I got out of my car, I felt welcome. And then I saw Ivan's music pumping, and then I see Ivan on the barbecue and the and the the Maltese Falcon. He's hey! always walking around, <laughs> offering, you know, telling me to come and get food. And yes. then I tried the what are they called? What are the sausages? Chavapis, chavapis. Oh my god! And then Ivan made me have a little piece of steak, and I said to him, I said, "Geez, Ivan, this is nice." And he goes, "Oh yeah, Jeff, this comes straight from the." The guy that gets it for us, it's straight off the rack, you yeah, know. Yeah. Wow. And and some of the people, and it was great to see Kenny McCall, like a, an, an old friend of mine. It, it was just marvellous. And I, Kenny, Kenny did a beautiful thing for me. Actually, he he um, when he got out of pigeons at one stage, he he gave me his Colonel Sanders secret re- recipe because as and this is what I picked up on your radio show this morning too. How you were saying how not many people give away their secrets. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it is pretty. It's it's fairly true too. You've got to learn a lot yourself because a lot of people. I think they're just scared that you know you might beat them or you might you know find something out that maybe took them 10 years to find out or something, but right. that was such a point, point that, um, uh, um, I really, that, that really stuck with me when you guys were, I heard the replay today with the um, young Ma- Mohammed and the boys the, from uh, Tassie and, the, and Mr. Phillips, rah, 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 and yeah, uh, yeah. that really stuck. So anyway, what happened, uh, I rang up Kenny this particular day, Kenny McCall, and I said, well, mate, I... And, and he always was at me about how to feed barley, but I was told I sort of effed it up because um, – or bunged it up, excuse the French. And uh, I, I, I was told to do it a certain way. And then Ken told me – he told me – and he wouldn't even mind me sharing this, I don't think. Um, he always said, whatever mix you got, Jeff, put a tin of barley in. Okay. And he said and one of the most important things too, he said you get a um, – you know the sunflower seeds? Yeah. He said, you get the black ones. Okay. And uh, anyway, he gave me this mixture. And no joke, I, I and I just got these Harriman Coisters, never tried them before, because as Ivan knows, I was a distance pigeon man. Okay, yeah. And um, I had to, um, you got to get with the times, do you know what I mean? You have to. Yes. So what I did, I... Um, I got these Harriman cloisters, and that was just through an absolute fluke because I lent, I imported. Now, not many people would do this, Joe. I imported, yeah. as you know, some Dorosa blondes. <laughs> That's right. That's correct. But I imported, I imported this other one, and I gave it to Steve Predella. I hadn't even seen the pigeon, right? Oh, and I yeah, said that yep. Steve could lend it first and made it with his Dorosa blonde. That's right. And then his wife rang me up, all upset because it died. Oh. And I said, look, and it cost a couple of grand. This is going back a few years ago too, might it? And uh, I said, look, Barbara, I said, this happens, you know. I said, don't, don't stress about it. 
So anyway, when Steve came back from Papua New Guinea, because he drives like a one of those um, dredging but boats, you know, one yeah. of this big special boat. Anyway, he sent me over the most two of the most beautiful harem cloisters with a touch of Van Dyke in them. Oh, nice. And I was very lucky because a good friend of mine, Des Sippets, had lent me a son of carnival. Ooh, right? yeah. An nice. imported cock, imported cock, but unbelievable. Tony McPherson actually uh, had a lend of it, and then Des asked him, uh, said to Tony to give it to me to have a lend of. Anyway, I put them together, and, and some of those pigeons, uh, there was two of those pigeons actually in that sale yesterday. And... Uh, um, anyway, cut a long story short, I think I won the first, like, on one weekend, I, I got first fed and 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 I just missed out on, on – there was two races. There was a normal race and, like, a five-bird special, you know, yeah. both fed races. Yeah. And I got first club, first combine, first club and second combine. Just missed out, you know, on winning nice. the double. And the birds – oh, I, won, I think I won the first four or five races or whatever, but they were going unbelievable. But – a lot was to do with having the good birds, but also um, getting the feed right. And and Kenny McCall taught me that. Yeah. So, so what did he it teach you? It was wonderful. No good saying he told you. Put the barley. Told you. Put yeah, it, put it in the barley. In. Put the barley. Listen, in. And Joanne, then what? Yeah, listen, listen. Then what? Listen. Listen. Put the when he puts you the barley in. You know that woman says, "Look at me. Look, look at me. me. Look at me. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening." But there's more to but it. Joe, right. Joe, Joe there is a little trick though. There's a little trick. You listen. One, 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 one. Say you're doing six tins of normal feed. Yeah. Say them one tin of barley, but also then you put the garlic, you know, your beautiful Italian stallion garlic you've oh, got. Yeah. You put a bit of that in and then mix that up and then you put your BVM powder, not PVM, BVM powder, and then mix that up yeah. and then get yeah. some, uh, a Yukult bottle. Yukult, yeah. Yukult, because that's great for the, for the you know, the, the bowels and yeah, the yeah. digestive the, system. Yeah. Whack, whack a um, couple of those in and nice. then wooshka. Wooshka babushka. It's <laughs> on. I'm going to beat Ivan now. Wooshka babushka, oh, eh, Tony? Yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah. Tony. <laughs> but, but getting back getting back to the, uh, yes, I do agree. Um, you're right. It was a great atmosphere. And what I loved the best part about it, I what think, which I, I really loved, was how there was such a diverse range of people. Yes. You know, like that. Yes. And it made me realise how lucky we are in Australia that all us guys, because we've got the common denominator of our love of the birds, and everyone got on unreal. You was know? there anyone in their little corners just huddling up and not talking, or, or was it a mixed? Everyone no, it together? wasn't like that. It, like I, sure. I had a, Ivan introduced me to Peter, the Chinese. Yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter Hung. Peter and Hung, uh, yeah. we had a great little chat, and then I, I, I was very lucky. I, I, I tried to get around and speak to quite a few different people, you know, that I hadn't met before. Oh, I could around, see. I could see. I was up there on the stand, yeah. and I could see you mm. really enjoying yourself. Yeah, what about that was, character, that, that uh, auctioneer character? What did you think of him? Well, he, he, he would sell a lot of cars. My, my father-in-law started up Barrett's cheapest cars, and I think we could get him a job. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say yeah. that? Yeah, we could, we could probably yeah, get he that. Could, he could sell, you know what? He could sell ice to the Eskimo. I reckon. <laughs> I, 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 but, but I'll tell you what, though, Joe. What, buddy? You and Ivan were both busier than a one-armed oh, bandit in Beirut. Mate. It was on like Donkey Kong. No, I'm not joking. All the British Plate Committee members, they were just 
Like you saw Angela, you met Angela. She was there running around with rebel she, tickets. And she was amazing. She was amazing and, and so bar. friendly to everyone. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was. Yeah, and, you know, and the other gentleman behind the bed. That's, the, that was the, Frank the, Pasquale. Yeah. He was fantastic. He and was the guy on the computer, on. amazing. Yeah, and he had Eddie on the other side helping him. Yeah, and then yes. um, Tony yep. was even there helping. Look, everybody would just, oh, we'll just run off our Now, feet. Jeff, the most important thing is yes. you met a young person that you took a liking to. Oh, uh, 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 this is actually a pretty good story. Well, yes. Um, may I share it? Yes, you can. So I've walked in and we had, I had a bit of fun with um, with Joe first because Joe, um, he, he took a video of me with Facebook and interviewed me and asked me which pigeon I, you know, I, I thought was good. And then I teased him and I said, lot 51. And then Joe, Joe says, oh, you like that one? I said, yeah, because I bred it. <laughs> I'll get you cheeky, and, and then I then I looked at a red shaker pot. I said, I like that one too. And Joe said, oh, did you breed that too? And I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, young yeah. Muhammad came up. He was sort of next to me at one stage. And I looked at him and I said, what pigeon do you like? And he had a little list. He had a little oh, list. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he said, I think... 51 is the best pigeon here. Wow. And I said, and See? I said, Muhammad, See? I said, I said, you are a very good judge. And yeah. I said, because I bred that pigeon. Anyway, he goes, well, that, I told my dad, I think that's the best. Wow. And I said, can I show you another good one? And then I showed him number 11 and uh, he, he said, oh, yes, yes. He said, but. Number 51. And then he said to me, he goes, oh, and then he came up to me later and he said, uh, oh, my dad's going to try and buy that for me, that pigeon. And I said, oh, really? And I said, how much do you think it will go for? And he goes, I think it will go for, I'm not sure, but um, your birds have been going for a bit of money. He goes, but I think Dad's only got $120 to spend and he wants to buy two pigeons so we mightn't get that pigeon. Oh. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, what about if we do this deal? And he goes, oh, what's that? And I said, well, what about if your dad doesn't buy the pigeon, I buy the pigeon? How and he, nice goes, what, what? he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I'm going to buy the pigeon for you. And, and then you can race it. And he goes, and I said, because when I was a young boy, a man, a, a man did a lovely thing for me with pigeons once. When I was a young boy, I was only eight. I know you're 12 now, Muhammad. And anyway, so then it came up and we're waiting, waiting. He goes, oh, coming up now, coming up now. And then it was the next, it was the next auction, right? And then you did the norm things. You yes, know, the nom, the nom and ring. Muhammad goes, oh, it's not yet. <laughs> and I said, it's okay. I said, hopefully Joe will spread this one up. <laughs> and anyway, and then it comes on the thing, and this is the most beautiful part uh, that he he's, he said to me when, when he, he got the pigeon, he I, I think he shook my hand four, four times. He came up to me like on numerous occasions and just thanked me so much. And then when I left, his dad and his dad's friend um, both shook my hand and said, what you did today was lovely. And I said, well, you know what? I said, you've got a lovely boy. And I said, and his manners, boys, his manners, he was like, and to shake someone's hand, like when you're young like that, 
And obviously, he's got very good parents because his manners were impeccable. That's good. That's really you know? good. But it was, I tell you what, mate, I didn't drive back to Ballarat. I floated back. Ah, that's good. After that event, eh? Yeah. If I was a pigeon, yeah. I'd win by two hours, the combat. Oh, wow, wow. Thank you very much. That means a lot to yeah. us. Trust me. Thank you very much. This is from an, it's good to hear something from an outsider. How, you know, like, not only did yeah. you have a great time, but, you know, you connected with a young fella. He's gonna, he connected with you. And you know what? 10 years down the track or 20 years down the track, that, yeah. that young fella will never forget that. What you oh, mate, I, I won't forget it myself. That's what I mean. There you go. And, uh, but I'd like to ask you boys a favour. Yeah, For sure. I would like to join the VPA. Oh, yeah, for sure. As a member. For sure you can. Yeah, you can join yeah. Ivan's Club. Yeah, join yeah. Melton so Club. Ev- yeah. Even if I'm not a, even if I'm only a social member, I'll tell That's you what. fantastic, I, yeah. I would, uh, I was, um, but so impressed, fellas. You're doing a great job. And, Thank you. Thank um, you. If more people did what you guys did and. Uh, maybe you'll have to, yeah. uh, Jeff, maybe you'll have to move from Creswick to Melton and call yourself the Melton Barber. Hey! Hey. I tell you what, Ivan. I, 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 that. I, I do appreciate that, mate, but I don't think you could give me enough money. <laughs> Only because when I came to your house, I had to come through the big gates. Oh, yeah, all right. I was a, I was a bit nervous. Yeah, they're, they're the same gates they towed away in the castle, you know that, don't you? I stopped it. <laughs> The castle, that moment. Oh, the castle. I know, I know, that's good, I like it. Oh, my God. But it was, uh, yeah, but I'm glad you raised good money, boys, and I was very nervous because when I bought my birds down, I thought, oh, God, I hope I don't get embarrassed today, today and they all get about $15. No way. Those birds would have never, they went for... Mr. Johnson, don't say that because I ended up buying one of your birds. For and 200 I... I spent the night in the dog kennel. What about Tony? Tony, yes. what did you buy, Tony? I got one, one forty. What lot number was yours, Tony? He still got the list in his pocket. He loves it that much. He's so happy. Does he know what lot number? Yeah, I'll tell you. Where are you? Jeff, lot number 23. Yes. Uh, where, where's the other one? Uh, lot, you just bought one, yeah? One, one. So oh, lot, oh, number. Actually, lot five, one's six, a very seven. beautiful... And lot one, I think, was the cheapest one. No, 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 it wasn't lot one. He bought which lot? No, he bought lot number 23. 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. What what colour, can you remember? What's the colour? It says blue check and white fly hen. Oh, okay. Is he happy? Nice? Yeah, well, it's he's wrapped. He, he, oh, when, I, when I came today, he goes, look, look, I bought, jo- I bought Jeff's pigeon. Yeah, look, he's wrapped. 567. He goes, oh, yeah, he loves it. Even I loaded it. He loves it. Uh, no, that's good. But the thing is, boys, those those birds, like, they're the best of Tony McPherson's and the best of my pigeons. And well, they've got a, and some of my old family in them too. So um, you, you, you've got some... Uh, they're bred in the purple, so let's hope they race in the purple, eh? Well, that's it. Well, you've got good pigeons, don't you? You've got the same. You share each other's pigeons, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but they, uh, the, the one thing anyone will tell you, even Ivan will tell you, these people used to come to my loft and they walk out the backyard starting to cry. And they'd say, what's wrong? I'd say, what's wrong? You look upset. And they say, we've got to go home and kill all our pigeons. <laughs> In saying that, going home, my friend, we're going to let you, you know, go. <laughs> you know what I used to say to them, though, Joe? What's that? Come back tomorrow, you'll feel better again. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> on that note, my friend, we're going to love you and leave you. Thank and you thank very you, much. Thank you very much for coming to the VPO Breeders Plate Auction. It was good to see you there. And, mate, like I said, the door's always open for you for any event yeah. that we have. And, you know, and I'm mate. bringing Joe up to your barber shop for a haircut. Oh, that would be great. But listen, can I leave you with, with one quick one, Joe? Go, 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 go. Ask Ivan, he did a nice favour for me. He fixed my doof doof music in oh, my yeah. ute. Did ya? <laughs> what was wrong with it? Well, it he's, wasn't working, but he got it working really well. Yeah, his doof doof wasn't going. Oh. And, then, and then he said to me, there you go, Jeff, there's another five grand on your ute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. Mate, thanks, Have a great day, mate. Take care. Fantastic, Turn gentlemen. Down. You're doing a great job. Thank, Thank you, mate. Boys. Take See care. You. Southern FM. Well, we heard about the Brutus Plate, Mr. Angelino and Mr. Tony Barbara. It was fantastic. And we heard it from not us pumping it here on the radio. We heard it from people that were there. That's well, that's what we need. No mm. good us just saying, um, oh, you know, come down and it's a good family atmosphere and mm. rah, and, you know, and, mate, come and see for yourself. And people weren't disappointed, were no. they? No. they? And we yeah. had that guy, that fantastic bloke that does those videos, Go and check him up, Maney Pigeons. Check Maney it out. Maney Pigeons, it's really yeah, good. Kurt. Kurt, yeah, yeah Kurt, Kurt Maney, Kurt, his name yeah. is. Kurt Maney. Yeah. So, yeah, he was very good to chat. He was really and good. And Rock Marshall, he's Rock announced. Marshall. he announced himself that he's coming wow, down. Wow, that was but awesome. But only if I sing, he wants me to you sing. You can sing, mate. You've got a good voice, mate. If it means he's got to come down to listen to you sing, mate, come down. Live and we'll sing every time. Yeah. For sure. No, Thank you uh, for everyone listening. Um, yeah. You know what? We're going to do it all again next, next week. week. We've got some surprises up our oh, sleeve, yes. I tell you. Yes. Oh, we're definitely going to do what we said. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. 100%. All Stay right. tuned. You guys are going to love it's it. It's a big surprise next Ooh, week. Yeah. So tune in. Yeah, everybody and their dogs and cats and everyone else you've got, <laughs> tune in. Oh, yeah. Goodbye to everybody around the world. Goodbye, Joe. Yeah. Tony, Bye, see you next Andrew. time. Tony, cheerio, Cheerio, everybody. everybody. Bye.